When I walk through a jam No one knows who I am Put your head on my chest Put your head on my chest And I'm Mr. Success I'm Mr. Success Are you Mr. Success? Ms. Success Good morning, how are you doing out there? I hope you're having a fabulous beginning to your day Welcome to the Inevitable Radio Show I am your host, Bill Sumner We're here to talk about you, your life, your challenges, your success, your problems, your beliefs, your truth, you, a show about you. You're going to learn something about your life today that you did not know, I promise you. What we talk about here is the fact that your abilities to create reality, your reaction to the reality that you're living The truth that's your life, and for the above-average part of the bell curve, you're having above-average success and solving the above-average challenges that you face. If you're at the bottom half of the bell curve where life's kicking your butt and sometimes it just doesn't feel like you can win, that is all a result of your abilities to create reality and what you've been taught about how to use those abilities. Now, the cool thing is that every being out there, everybody that's listening to this show, you've heard it time and time again throughout your life that humans are amazing. Humans have incredible potential. The human brain, we only use 8 to 12% of it, blah, 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 and, and, and. That humans have incredible potential. But the problem is, for many of you, You'll listen to that, you'll believe that, but then there's this little hidden parenthesis at the end of your sentence when you talk about how amazing humans are and what the potential for human life and human success. Yeah, uh, my parenthesis is and not so much for me. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't have unlimited amazing potential because trust me, I've tried to tap into it before. I've worked hard to get out of pain, or I've worked hard to create success for myself, but I never seem to get ahead, or I never seem to get ahead the way I want to. So you hear the success stories, and you cheer for them. You hear and see the people that make super achievements or above-average gains, but you go, yeah, I've tried that before. That doesn't work so well for me. But what I want you to understand, if you're listening to this show, you have far more potential than you know. You have far more greatness lurking in your body than you know. You are an incredibly powerful, underutilized human being. And the reason why you struggle, or the reason why, even if you're above average, that you're not hitting superstar strata, superstar achievements, living in the top 1% of the population, is based on the programs and strategies and recipes and realities of life that you've been taught. Someone's taught you that's who you are, or someone's taught you that this is your life, and then when you test what they've taught you, so if your parents and family of origin told you that life was difficult, And then you tested it, and you go, wow, it is difficult. If they taught you life was unfair, you've tested it, 
sometimes it's fair, but most of the time it's unfair. Or they taught you that, hey, dude, not you. Man, you're you're not really destined for a lot of greatness, you know. You just you're going to get disappointed. You're going to have your spirit crushed. So don't hope for too much or work hard to be average. And the counterintuition that takes place in the sciences that we work with are dramatic. They're startling. And I want you to think about my first story this morning. So what I want you to do is I want you to think of a sentence or two that's been prevalent with you your whole life from childhood, something your dad told you, something your mom told you, something that you heard, one or two sentences that you believe has been critical to your success, critical to where you are, that's been very, very valuable. So I'm going to give you a live client example out of a client in a couple weeks ago, and here's their one sentence. It doesn't matter how fast you are or how strong you are. It matters how hard you work. And daughter, I want you to work hard. And if you work hard, you're going to be successful. We'll outwork the competition. And she has created incredible success for herself. She was a professional athlete. She's now in the business world, doing a great job in business world, and she came to see me because she's looking for more edges. She's looking for for taking her game to another level, and she'd heard I was a good coach. So when we sat down, I want you to think about this. Here's a child that's been raised and feels great and values her mother and father that taught her this and feels it's the basis for her success. It doesn't matter how strong you are, or how fast you are. It matters how hard you work. That is what's going to make you a champion. So most people, when they first hear that, go, well, wow, that's that's pretty impressive. And if that little girl who became an adult woman did that and outworked her competition, she would be in a great place in life, and indeed she is. But I want you to Ask yourself a very critical question that, again, I don't think a lot of you think to ask because this is a different science we work with here. What child would you teach? It doesn't matter how strong or how fast you are. Why would you consider that important to teach them that it doesn't matter how strong or how fast you are? And the truth is you would only teach that to a slow and weak child. You wouldn't teach that to a strong, fast child, would you? And so this young woman was subconsciously programmed that I'm not strong and I'm not fast. And it has everything to do with how hard I work. But here's the interesting thing. She's a woman now. She's in business life. She's successful. She had a professional athletic career. It's done well. And intellectually, as an adult, she knows that she has power. And she knows exactly, when you look at professional athletes, how much they're tested, she knows exactly on the strength and speed scale where she fits. And after her growing up years in her high school and college career and then moving into professional sports, she was strong and she was fast. But you got to ask yourself the question, where's that subconscious program that says, 
today, that is, inside of her today, inside of her belief system, her reality, then I'm not strong and I'm not fast. Did she ever do any work as a child that says, well, when you've been working your butt off, then you're going to be as strong and as fast as everybody else, or the strongest and the fastest, and then we need to change the system. Because now the strongest and the fastest person thinks differently, acts differently, believes differently than the child that needs to be trained because they were slow and weak. And lo and behold, inside of her model, still running today, is that subconscious program that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not strong and I'm not fast. And she still works hard and it creates a lot of success for her. But do you think her life is easy to be her? Or do you think her life is hard to be her? And the sad truth is, while she has above average success and she's doing quite well in life, it's hard to be her. It is not easy. And now that she's out in the business world and her career is over and she's pushing through life, yeah, it's hard to be her. And she doesn't have the professional athletic career to kind of rest laurels on. She's just another stiff getting in the car, driving across C-470, fighting traffic into the tech center, going to a job where, again, the good news is she's above average. On her worst day, she's above average, and she wants more. Because life can be easy when you tap into these potential curves, when you begin to create from a new different reality that you are powerful, you are extraordinary, you are magical, you are amazing. Thank you for listening to the Inevitable Podcast. Please visit our website for more information on this extraordinary coaching system at www.theinevitableu.com. Then, sign up for your two-week free trial of our membership to gain access to hundreds of hours of amazing content and tools just like this. The problem has been for many people, while those sentences are true for virtually everyone, that you are powerful, you are amazing, you are magical. The fact of the matter is, you've been running a lot of subconscious programs that says... Yeah, I'm not the strongest. I'm not the fastest. I have to work hard to be me. Or you'll run any number of other programs. You'll have secrets that people don't know about you. And the fact of the matter is, those secrets, those subconscious programs, guess who you learned them from? Your mom and dad were not the strongest and not the fastest because their parents, your grandparents had taught them. And so these programs get passed down in the DNA subconscious coding of reality from family of origin to child to grows up to become an adult and becomes a new family of origin. And these programs, they're not hard. Once you realize them for what they are, we talk a lot about the secrets of magic revealed on this show. Secrets of magic revealed was a Fox TV show five, six years ago, that you saw an incredible magic trick revealed to you. And they were big David Copperfeld-esque giant magic tricks. An elephant walked out on stage, was levitated and floated across and off the stage. And you go like, wow, 
how did they do that? You know the elephant really didn't float, but it sure looked like it, and it was amazing. And they teach you about this trick. And so they show you through cameras behind and above and the side, and they talk you through what is real and what is fake and how the fake prop is actually created to look real. And two things happen. You go, oh, my God, the creativity that it takes to think up that is off the charts. I never would have thought of that. But the second thing that happens is you're not amazed anymore. You know the trick. And this show, the inevitable radio show, I will reveal the illusion to you, talk with you about what's the flip side of the program. Because here's the best news. The really crappy program that your family of origin put in, you are not going to amount to anything. You are not going to amount to much. Or we are waiting for the other shoe to fall because life is unfair. And we're never going to be winners. The good news is the tool applies in both directions and there are positive, powerful, subconscious truths that you will discover the illusion of all programs can be revealed. So one of the things superstars do in life is they constantly shed old knowledge, old beliefs, old programs, old stuff. And 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 5 years ago, it was great stuff. Then it's not so great now. And they're constantly reinventing them. They're molting old beliefs, shedding things that were great then, but not so great now. Or they've run their life, they've run their course, they have the ability and desire, and the programming to go into the discomfort zone. So Tiger Woods reinvented his swing a number of times. Here's the number one golfer in the world, and he's constantly reinventing his swing. Superstars know how to do that. That's a strategy. Above average people, they're more comfortable going into their uncomfort zone, they're not a superstar at constantly reinventing themselves. One of the things that above-average people hold on to. So if you're in business right now and you're listening to this, in sales, in project management, in a, in a you've got your own company somewhere, one of the things that above-average people do is they hold on too long, hold on to people, hold on to customers, Hold on to a way of doing things past the point that they should. It's one of the biggest things that hold them back. Superstars constantly reinvent themselves. Average to below average people, man, they hang on to dear life because they're not about to go into their discomfort zone. This may be the devil I know, but hey, I know it. I'm not going to go seek the devil I don't. I'm not going to go up to there. Yeah, my this relationship, this uh, yeah, I'm I'm barely hanging on to my job, but hey, if I were to reinvent myself, I'd really be screwed because I can't do that. And so, this show we talk about what are these programs? What is that one or two sentences? And more importantly, how do I look at it differently? Again, in this space, think about it. People hold on to what they believe to be the truth about 
their old life. I'd never do that type of business. I'd never be this type of owner. Some people can't wait to get into their, I want to own my own company. I want to own my own business. And they do. And then they generally succeed. And even if they fail, they learn something. And they move along. This transitional strategy, this recipe for life that many people use, really lies in this arena of how do you think about these things to create success for yourself or to create pain, to create challenge, to create inertia. Because as this planet evolves, the more you hold on to your truth, the more you hold on to what you believe to be real, The world passes you by, and there's some very painful moments, and it might be when you lose your job, or it might be when your child is a teenager and has a terrible challenge or problem, because you've been busy teaching them unconsciously. You may be saying, hey, child, you're a superstar, but if you're busy hanging on to your life and saying to yourself, I'm not a superstar... All you're doing is raising a child who's going to grow up, love their kids, but not believe they're a superstar either. They'll be a superstar parent, but they won't be a superstar person because they don't know what it looks and feels like. It didn't teach it to them. And you're not doing it because nobody's taught it to you. It's not because you can't. It's not because you don't have the ability. This whole element of think well, how do we think? So when you think about it, How many people could have the most perfect diet in the world laid on their laps? So people say to themselves, oh, that's why I'm not succeeding. That's why I'm not number one in sales. That's why I'm overweight. I haven't found the right diet. Because I tried Atkins. I tried South Beach. I tried the Chinese ginseng diet. I've tried them all. I haven't found the right one. Or worse... They say that to their friends, but they quietly beat the crap out of themselves. Or if they're really, really honest, they tell their friends, oh, yeah, there's something wrong with me. I lack willpower. I lack discipline. I'm a procrastinator. That's why I'm overweight. That's why I don't have what I want. That's why I'm not successful. But in the think well space, so if you eat well, you have the perfect diet, and you move well, you have the perfect exercise program, you won't use them unless you bring the perfect psychology into alignment. So if you're trying a new diet, but you're not looking at how you think about yourself, your diet, your body, your health, I promise you, you're going to have a hard time. Because you really have to focus on and think about what is my thought processes? What's the one sentence my mom taught me? What's the one sentence my dad taught me about my health? Very, very rare that super fit parents raise obese children because they have great strategies for being super fit. The kids learn them. When you think about obese children and this epidemic of obesity that's sweeping the country, it is more due to how people have been unconsciously training themselves to hang on 
to a physiology or hang on to a body or get a message about who they really are. Think about the messages. Think about how you think about your diet. And I can promise you, you get the perfect diet, you won't follow it. Or it'll be very, very hard. So maybe if your high school reunion's coming up this summer, maybe the doctor's told you, you know, dude, you got pre-diabetes. You got another year and you're going to be, you got a real problem if you don't drop some weight. Or maybe your daughter's getting married and you want to fit into that dress or you want to look good walking her down the aisle and giving her away if you're the father. So you have some motivation to lose some weight. And you you might eke it out. It'll be hard. It'll suck. It'll be terrible. You'll obsess about your diet. You'll think about it. But you'll lose some pounds. You'll get into the dress. You'll get into the tux. You'll go to the high school reunion. And what do you do when you come back? Because the think well piece of you The part of you that thinks about your body, the ease at which food is metabolized in your body for energy. Is food energy or is food love? Do you eat food because your life is painful? And so having a great moment with a bowl of ice cream is really about love and having a love affair with a bowl of broccoli because it's going to energize you because you're a superstar and you're fit and you love fitness. And as a consequence, truly, broccoli tastes good to you. And in that case, if you're that person, here's the cool truth that obese people don't get. They have a little bit of ice cream and it tastes great, but that's all they need. That's all they want because food is fitness and energy to them. It is not love. How you think about things is so critical. Thank you for listening to the Inevitable Podcast. Please visit our website for more information on this extraordinary coaching system at www.theinevitableu.com. Then sign up for your two-week free trial of our membership to gain access to hundreds of hours of amazing content and tools just like this.